0: Welcome to the Jesus of Nazareth weekly broadcast, where you'll hear the biblical teaching of Pastor Luana Winston.
1: Darkness means lack of knowledge. Every time you get an opportunity to hear the Word of God, you have got to take advantage of it, because the Word of God will constantly change your darkness to light. I'm taking you all back to the beginning. Because this world, if we don't know who we are in Jesus Christ, how are you going to fight against the demonic forces? If you don't know where you're from, it's going to be a challenge for you. Now I want everybody to open their Bible to Matthew 4.17. Matthew 4.17. What is the first word? Repent. Repent. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. Or the other saying is. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. This was Jesus first inaugural statement. This was his inaugural statement. This was his first public statement. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. Repent means to change your mind. To change the way you think. Repent means to change your mind and to change the way you think. Look at the connection with these two. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. He said, change the way you think. Change the way you think, because the way you were thinking before is different. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. In other words, before the kingdom of heaven was here, your thinking was different. Now the kingdom of heaven is here. you got to change the way you think. Change your mind. Change the way you think. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Repent doesn't mean that you feel sorry for yourself. Because that's what I thought before. Before I really get the revelation from God. I thought repent means feeling sorry for yourself. No, repent means change the way you think. Change the way you think. Change your mind. To live in the kingdom of God. You have got to repent and got to change the way you think. Yeah. See, 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 society says you are nothing. Society say, this is where you're going to work. You're going to work at McDonald's. This is how you are. What does the kingdom of heaven say? Repent, say you're nothing. Repent, say you're ugly. Repent, say you cannot do anything. Repent. This was his first public statement. He said, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. This is why repent is so important. I mentioned before, repent is not feeling sorry for yourself. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. So if his mind doesn't change, the man doesn't change. If your thinketh doesn't change, the man doesn't change. Repent. Very important. That was his first public statement. Let it sink in. Repent, he said, change the way you think. Because the world that you used to live in, your mind was different. Now I'm here. Now the kingdom of God is here. You have got to change the way you think to live in the kingdom of God. What is that telling us? He's really trying to tell us the difference between these two kingdoms. Okay, I want you to look concerning the kingdom of God. Number one, God's original plan was to extend his heavenly kingdom on earth through mankind, through his children. And it still is. He's still trying. That was his original message. And it still is. Number two, God's purpose was to establish a family of sons, not servants. Number three, God's purpose was to establish a kingdom of sons and not subjects. Which means God doesn't want to rule over servants. He wants to rule over his children. He wants to rule over his sons and his daughters. Number four, God's purpose originally was to establish a commonwealth of citizens, not Christians. A commonwealth of citizens and not Christians. What is that telling us? Christians are still searching for the father. Citizens, sons and daughters of God found him. Let us sink in. Citizens found him. Christians are servants they're still searching for him let that sink in Christians are still searching for him they are servants citizens means they found him they're legal citizens they have the rights remember the story of the prodigal sons the prodigal sons when he wanted to come home he said I'm going back home To be a servant. A lot of Christians, they say that. To be a servant. The story of the prodigal son. He said, I'm going back home to my father to be a servant. What happened when he got back home? As soon as he saw him, he said, son. He said, the prodigal son said, father. Take me as your servant. Paraphrase it. He says, son, you are not a servant. You are my son. You are my heir. Heir. A lot of Christians are calling themselves servants. Christians, they're still searching for him. Searching. Searching. Religious. Religious people. Citizens. And sons and daughters of God already found him. We have the legal rights. He said come boldly before my throne. Come boldly. Behold, when you goes before him. Say father. You are the king of kin. You promised this. You said ask and it shall be given. Come boldly before me. How would you like it? Okay your mother and I'm a mother. Your father and I'm a father. How would you feel? when a child comes whining to you, tell me, can I have this or that? How would you feel? What do you think God feels when you go whining? You sound like a servant. You too religious. The way you sound, you got to go boldly before the throne. Say, Father, you said I am your child. I am your your heir. Go boldly before the throne. Now here's where it all begins. Let's look at where it all begins. I think I already spoke to you there. One of my favorite verses in 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 the Bible is 126. Now let's open your Bible to 126. Genesis 126. It's all the way at the back. 126. 126. Now, here's, here's, that's all where it begins. It all begins when Jesus said, you are the dominator. When God said, you are the dominator. Amen, amen, amen. You found it? Okay, start reading. Everybody start reading it. Go ahead. And God said, let us make man in our image. That is, this is the kingdom's concept. It begins in the mind of your father. He wanted you to be the dominator over the fish of the ocean, over the fowls of the air, over every living thing that creepeth upon the earth. I want to call this the dominion mandate. His purpose is to rule earth from heaven through his children. To rule the unseen spirit from the unseen heaven. In the seen body of his daughters and his son. Living in the seen world. Get it? To rule the unseen spirit of a man. From the unseen heaven. Through the unseen spirit. Living in the seen body of his children. Living in the seen earth. This was dominion mandate. We are to dominate not to be dominated. We are to rule, not to be ruled. We are to coven, not to be covened. We are to master, not to be mastered. We are to lead, not to be lead. This is the reason why I love this verse, because this whole Bible here, he is still trying to get us back to the original. This whole Bible, he is still trying to get us back to 126. We were called to lead. We were called to dominate. And this whole people is still trying to get us back to 126. You are to lead, not to be lead. You are to dominate, not to be dominated. You are to master, not to be mastered. That is the reason why when your husband say, cook me something, you say, wait a minute. Your wife said, oh baby, can you make me some food? And you say, wait a minute. And your boss said, oh, type me this, type me this right now. And he said, oh, okay, 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 okay. That thing creepeth out in you. It creepeth out because you know you are a leader. That's why when you are a little girl and your mother said, sit down. Sit down. He said, No. Sit down, you say no. Sit down, you say no. Sit down, you say no. No, 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 no. You sit down because there is a leadership inside of you to govern, to lead, to master, to dominate. Naturally, we're all leaders. Even your husband says, Cook me something. You say, Wait a minute. Because believe in your spirit. You are that leader that crieth inside of you. He is still trying to take us back to 126. Why did I take you all back there? Why did I take all of you back to the beginning? Repent. Change the way you think. And change the way your mind is and who you are in Jesus Christ you are a leader you are a dominator why did i take you back there where we are at this time of life there is challenges There's a lot of challenges and if you don't stand strong in Jesus Christ and if you don't know who you are in Jesus Christ and if you don't know where you're from and if you don't change the way you think and if you don't repent, it's going to be a challenge to you. We were called to fulfill his will. To fulfill the will of your father. So in order for you to know that you got to know the constitution of heaven. You got to know the constitution of where you're from Go heaven. Jesus said you got to know the truth. Because the truth is the only thing that will set you free. You got to know the knowledge of truth. He didn't say you got to know the knowledge. He said you got to know the knowledge of truth. I want everybody to open their Bible to Hosea 4, 6. The greatest enemy of man is not sin. The greatest enemy of man is not Satan. The greatest enemy of man is ignorance. We are busy blaming this entity called devil. We are busy blaming, call, uh, blaming this enemy, this, this entity called Satan. For everything we've done wrong, we're busy blaming him. We become irresponsible because we're blaming him all the time. You eat too much, you get sick, you blame him. You drink a lot of alcohol, you get sick, you blame him. You talk too much, you gossip too much. And you wonder why it's not fulfilling. It's not fulfilling anything you try. You blame him. Because gossip is evil. It's in the pipe, the greatest enemy of man is ignorance. Ignorance means darkness. Darkness, in another word, is lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge, ignorance is the major enemy of man. Look at Hosea Isaiah, Isaiah 4 6. I want you all to read that. And I mean, read it loud and get it in your spirit. Read it from your spirit. Now, let's go ahead and begin. My children are perished because of lack of knowledge. He didn't say you perish because of sins, he didn't say you perish because of Satan. He said you perish because of lack of knowledge. And if you are perished because of lack of knowledge, and you don't try and look for knowledge, I must ignore your children. Now mom and dad, if you love your children so much, he said he's going to ignore your children. If you are lacking knowledge, which is the knowledge of knowledge of truth, I am going to ignore your children. You are perished because of lack of knowledge of the truth, not because of sin, not because of that that that, that demonic devil he said he is going to ignore your children now here's the point if you don't know anything and you teach your children what you know, what are they going to know there you go Say, all, I all I know is what I, what I study. So if you only study Genesis, the first chapter, that's all you know. We are too busy relying on the leaders, relying on the people that is standing here. When you go before the throne, it's only you and him. Yes. He's not going to ask you, who teach you this? Who teach you this? Who teach you this? They are wrong. They are right. They are wrong. He's going to question. Why didn't you study? Paraphrase it. Whatever you teach your children is what you know. 90% of the knowledge is sitting at your home. In the books that you haven't cracked. We are two pieces showing people how many books that we have at home. But we haven't cracked them. 90% of the knowledge that you have is sitting at your home, dusting up. He said, we'll perish because of the lack of knowledge. And if you ignore my knowledge, I am going to ignore your children. Aren't you scared? Aren't you scared to hear that? Especially you, you, the youth. You got to learn this. You got to know the word of God. You got to know the knowledge of truth. Because when you get married. When you have your own children. At least you know. Teach your children. The knowledge of the truth. The knowledge of the truth. It's dangerous. It is so dangerous. To learn. The wrong thing well. See, you can learn everything in this world. You can have all the knowledge in this world. You can learn everything. But if it's not the knowledge of truth, what would that answer? You can have all the knowledge in the world, but if it's not the knowledge of truth, that's a totally different story. It's dangerous to learn the wrong thing. Wow, I mean, it's just like like a, a doctor. You're sitting in front of him. Don't eat this. Don't eat this. Don't eat that. Don't drink this. And you find out that he's doing the same thing. What is that? What about a dentist? Chewing comes. It doesn't make sense. A dentist? Chewing comes? It's very dangerous to learn the wrong thing well. The most dangerous people are the people with the cellist knowledge. The people with the C knowledge. Look at the crusaders in, I think it's 1971 um, in Europe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, uh, They were killing thousands. They had a theological error. Killing thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Had a theological error. Thousands and thousands of people. And they were forcing people to the Lord with the sword. These are the most dangerous people. I mean, look look at Hitler. Hitler said the people with, correct me if I'm wrong, the Aryan people are the only people that belongs to God. Or the only people that from, that's from God. So he the massacre was millions and millions and millions of people. If you're not Aryan, he's going to kill you. The massacre was millions and millions and millions of people. The most dangerous people are the people with the sellers' knowledge. What about you? You used to talk and rebuke about people who speak in tongues. I used to do that. Because I didn't know the knowledge of the truth. I used to do that. I was one of them. God is my witness. I was one of them. We used to rebuke people who were speaking in tongues, Thinking that they were from the devil. Thinking that they are demonic. But what are we doing now? We're speaking tongues. Because we believe. We are learning the knowledge of truth. I respect Jewish. I respect Hinduism. And I respect Muslim. I respect Buddha. Buddha is a big fat guy. Big fat. You know that, right? We smile, laugh if you know him. He's a big fat guy. Who sits on top of the mountain. Now bear in mind these people don't have food. Don't really have a lot of resources. And don't really have a lot of drinks. Their belief. If you take all of your stuff. Your resources. Not all of them. But if you take the most important food and drinks. And put it underneath his feet. And pray over it. He is going to bless you and your family. From what I know. Every single day this happens. On top of the mountain. They take. Hours and hours and hours to walk over the mountain. Wait, tell me, if you if it's gonna take you hours and hours and hours and hours to go see your God, would you do that every day? Would you go and see him every day? Uh uh-uh. uh. So bear in mind, these people don't really have good resources. Don't really have a lot of resources. So they put all this food and this drink underneath his feet, underneath this man, which I don't know what it is. He is so big. And then after that, they pray to bless them, and then they leave. And then who comes to eat the food? The big fat rat. Can you imagine how big those rats are? They can just catch it and creole it and, you know, why not? The big fat rat. (laughs) They come back thinking that this big fat guy ate it. That's why he's big fat. That's why they think he's fat because he ate all his food and drank all these drinks. Go look at it. If you want to, if you don't believe me, just go look at it. Look on cocoa because you can find almost everything on cocoa. So these big fat rat come here and eat all of these, and they think he ate it all. That's why it's so peak. Now you see the error. What about the cows? Okay, he knows them. I respect. What about the cows? They respect cows do the exact same thing, but this time they dress up the cows with fine garment. With fine linen. So, can you imagine, then they leave and then the cows step on it with the food? Because they only eat grass. Right? They only eat grass. Step on it, step on it, and then the fat, fat cats from Puda come and eat it. I'm just making that up. But it's true. They respect cows. They dress them in fine linens. They keep those. I mean the era. The era these people are living in. That's why Jesus said, You have got out to all the nations to deliver my message to all the nations. He already told us. When the earth is going to be done. You always say that I don't know when Jesus is come. No, he spoke it. He spoke it. He already told you when he's going to come back. He said, speak my word to all the nations. And then I will come back. There are so many people out there who don't know Jesus Christ. Unless they all know Jesus Christ, you are not going to see Jesus come back. He said, speak my word to all the nations. And then I'm going to come back. So our job to learn the key in order for you to live in this world, to deliver his message to all the nations, to fulfill his will in this world, is to learn the knowledge of truth. He said, if you ignore my knowledge of truth, I'm going to ignore your children. So all of you youth here, make sure you learn the knowledge of truth. That is our word for today.
0: Join Pastor Luana Winston at Jesus of Nazareth Church in Vallejo. Sunday services start at 10 a.m. Tuesday Bible study is at 7 p.m. at 515 Broadway Street in Vallejo. You can call Pastor Luana at 707-297-0002. That's 707-297-0002.